0: It's kind of like hardware or software. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard to put into words.
1: Nowhere. You can only compare yourself to who you are and your own journey. You know, a a 5K to you might be a marathon to somebody else. Don't compare.
2: It's like I didn't have workout clothes. I didn't even own a sports bra. So just, just show up.
0: Nadia and Jason Miller are both Ironman triathlon finishers. Participants in this race swim, cycle, and run for a total of 140.6 miles. I had the pleasure of learning about their journey through their years of training and what they're doing now to help others accomplish their marathon goals.
2: No, I got it. I got Yay! it. Yay! I got it. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> pew, pew. Cheers, oh,
0: everybody!
2: Cheers. Right.
0: Cheers! 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 Oh. Hey, thank you guys so much for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. You are amazing uh, Ironman athletes that we'll get into in just a little bit, but I know you guys, you are a friend of the family. My wife knows you personally, Nadia, uh, for many years. Jason, you're the significant other of Nadia, the husband, if you will. Um, (laughs) Yes, sir. So how are you guys doing?
2: Good, good. I'm I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me. Um uh, what an honor.
0: Sure, absolutely. Well, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. Um Jason, how are you, man? It's it's pretty rainy up there today. Did you have to drive oh, man, it in.
1: It was it was certain no, I fortunately got home right before it came down, but man, it was it was raining cats and dogs. I'm glad we were not out running in it.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. So, let's talk about some running. You've been doing some running lately. We
1: have. Not even
2: watched first
0: Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah, so there's this Ironman coming up October 9th. This uh 2021 Ironman World Championship.
2: Oh. What you guys think uh, about that. That's amazing. I <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm far away from there, but I love watching it. it's very inspirational.
0: It is inspirational and that's something that you guys have done. Um Nadia, can you we'll start with you first. Can you walk us through some of the things that led you to start this journey of preparing to put your body through immense torture to try (laughs) to compete against all these other people trying to put their bodies through immense torture uh, to do some physical activities called the Ironman. Can you walk us through what you were thinking and why you decided to do stuff like that?
2: Yes. Um, Actually, I started running when my 16-year-old was only four months old. Um, I had hit a big time depression um, when she was two years old. And as the result of that, my friends invited me to walk around in a park. So it was it was called the walking group, the circle. Mm -hmm. So we were just a bunch of ladies, you know, young moms will walk around in circles at a Duluth park. And one of the ladies saw the sign that said 5K coming up. And she said, hey, why don't we do the 5K? And this is 2005. I literally had no idea what a 5K was. I was like, what is a 5K? Like, we don't, where I grew up, I grew up in California in the hood. We don't run for fun. We actually run from, from the police or from gangs or Whatever.
0: What part of California did you grow up in?
2: In Linwood, which is next to Compton. Wow. In the West Side.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I always joked that Ice Cube was her neighbor. I mean, that's how close she was. Wow. That is crazy.
2: So, running for fun never was part of my world or mentality. I never, I didn't know that people did that for fun. Yeah. So, we signed up and you know uh, i showed up i i didn't even own any workout clothes mm-hmm. i showed up with jean shorts mm-hmm. and um the adrenaline that i got after running that 5k and and seeing all the people and and the gun going off and and just you know i took off like a horse this is mm-hmm. no training whatsoever of course after 5 minutes i uh, i died <laughs> I swear I just died and then I somehow finished it and I love the adrenaline that it gave me. So the next year I signed up for another one. I was just like a seasonal runner, like just in the summer times. Mm -hmm. And then my time started getting faster and faster and faster and I was getting older and older and older. So that was motivating. And then I met a couple of friends that told me, hey, why don't you sign up for a triathlon? and i had again no idea what this was this is 2009 mm-hmm. um i'm like what is a triathlon
0: so, yeah yeah what is a triathlon
2: right so they have different distances this particular one it was a sprint which is a baby one mm-hmm. you um swim for like 400 meters mm-hmm. or 600 meters depending on which one you're doing and mm-hmm. then you bike for 12 miles mm-hmm. and then you run for a 5k so to me having to swim having to bike and then running that just it was just crazy I I couldn't understand that so Mm. I never signed up for the race because my friends never did Mm. but I still showed up to the race like Mm -hmm. if I was a participant I showed up and I was you know, taking notes, mental notes, okay, I need a bike, okay, I need those kind of shoes, okay, mm-hmm. I need a helmet, and I need mm-hmm. those kind of things, yeah, and then, um
0: so you're like mentally preparing to one day do something like this, correct, okay,
2: and in the, in the process, I mean, of course, I had learned about the Ironman, and I had watched a couple of videos online, mm-hmm. so the Ironman consists in Two point four miles swim, mm-hmm. hundred and twelve on the bike,
0: mm-hmm. and a
2: marathon twenty six point two miles. Wow! Which is a total of what, babe?
0: I <laughs> uh, say that again. One forty point. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, man. One forty point six. One forty point six. One forty point six. Total. Miles of just excruciating lung torture.
2: Yes. And so they give you 17 hours to complete it. If you happen to cross the finish line after 17 hours, you don't qualify as an Ironman.
0: So what What year did you
2: do this? So 2012. Okay. So in so 2009. 2009 yes. Yeah, so from
0: 2005 uh, to 2012. Correct. You pretty much prepared for... For the Ironman thing. So you were saying in 2009.
2: In 2009 is when I heard about triathlons. Mm. In 2010 is when I did my first one. Mm -hmm. And I met a really close friend of mine that I saw him train and I was there when he crossed the finish line. Mm -hmm. So I knew that. That if he could do it, I could do it. And that Ironman Florida um, there was all kinds of different people shapes, different shapes, people with no arms, with no legs, blind people. I mean, it was just very inspiring. Mm-hmm. So you know, there were some really heavy set people and I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jason, is your do you have a similar story where you you were kind of slowly introduced into some into something like this?
1: Yeah, it's somewhat similar to it. Um, I was uh, high school soccer, high school basketball. So we did a lot of running there, but it was never, you know, other than for that sport. So uh, back in, actually, I think it was uh, about 08, gotten pretty heavy set myself. And so I decided to start you know, doing running to get in shape. I also met an Ironman friend. He's like, hey, you know, why don't you look in the triathlons? And it was pretty much the same story as Naughty. I'm like, okay get out there and try it. And then I went and did a half Ironman and then finally an Ironman. Uh, also Florida 2012 was my first Ironman as well. Wow. So you guys, you
2: guys, Brian, have been.
0: when did you guys meet?
2: So I never did a half Ironman before my full. Okay. Cause they have different distances, like I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. So I had only done a little sprint triathlon when I went to, see my friend cross the finish line
1: mm-hmm.
2: at the time um you either had to volunteer to get in or you had to be very lucky and enter the lottery or or just sign up within seconds cuz at the time they were being sold out like within a couple of seconds wow since what? i happened to be in florida that the day before uh-huh. the day of the race um, I went to find out like, how much does this cost? You know, like I had no idea about mm-hmm. any of those logistics. So I happened to sh- just show up just to ask like, Hey, so how much is it? And then when they told me the price, I was like, okay, well, that's it for me. I'm leaving. Cause I don't have that kind of money.
0: How, how much was
2: mm-hmm. it? Um, at the time it was six fifty. 50.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money to run a race.
2: Uh, exactly. and something that you never try before or mm-hmm. I didn't even own a professional bike because my first triathlon, I did it with a bike that I bought at Target. Yeah. So nice. I definitely needed to invest in a bike and better yeah. gear. So at the time I went ahead and signed up and it took me like six months to train for my six months training. Mm. So, um, I so, had no idea.
0: So a full me, year of training.
2: It was a full year. Wow. Yes. Do you want to uh, jump in and say about the races, babe, Jason?
1: Like, like, I'm sorry, which races?
2: The, like how many there were at the time.
1: Oh yeah. So at the time, uh, Ironman Florida was considered one of the easier races because it was a flat course. Golf, swim—you know—you're not out in the, the serious chop water. So, I think at the time there's only 12 Ironmans in North America, so it was extremely difficult to get in. Um, I had actually gone down the year that Nadia was there to volunteer, so I could get into the race. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I was told, there's only about 100 spots available when it went to the general public. Well, apparently, Nadia was able to walk into the tent and and, and get in before it went to the general public. So. It was just very, very fortunate. Um, very, and it was... very lucky. So, so wh-
0: what year did you guys meet?
2: So I signed up. We both signed up for the race mm-hmm. in 2011. We were there. We must have passed each other, but we never saw each other until yeah. 2012, the day after we completed the Ironman. Uh-huh. We were waiting in line to Uh buy our finisher's jacket because Uh they only make a certain amount and Uh a certain amount of each size. So people would wait outside the tent to buy the jacket. And we were there at 530 in the morning on a Sunday morning and just finished the Ironman. I think I probably slept like maybe two hours Mm -hmm. and I was there waiting in line and he showed up and we started talking in the line just like hey how was your race Mm -hmm. you know and at the time we were both married with the wrong person (laughs) (laughs) and um so he was there with his former spouse and we were just you know making some you know small talk conversation and we were like okay so where are you guys from and they mentioned, oh, we're from Atlanta, Georgia. I was like, me too. What What mm-hmm. part? You know, Atlanta's pretty big. So yeah, they, they mentioned Lawrenceville. We're from Lawrenceville, Georgia. And I'm like, I'm from Lawrenceville, Georgia. Yeah. So we met in 2012 and we literally lived 12 minutes from each other in the same city, in, a, in the same state.
0: Somebody's got to find me another 12 to make this all magical here. 2012, <laughs> okay. 12 minutes away.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> That's crazy.
2: So... Um, yeah, yeah go, we, ahead. go ahead. We we lo- he, Jason is the numbers guy. So, yeah. you know, as the story goes on, we 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 run into each other at different races like yeah. you know, um Silver Comet Marathon, which is about an hour away from here. We will run into another one called the, the sneakers, Albany Marathon. Albany which is four marathon. Hours away. Yeah, yeah, and we we would just run into each other in random places like I did this race In Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, and there were like ten thousand runners, Mm -hmm. and he happens to be there in a corner cheering. And I ran by, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up, Ironman?" And you know, we fist bump each other because you know we we you know the Ironman. What's up, Ironman? Fist bump, and that was it. You know, I knew he was married. He knew I was married, so we just kind of left it like that. Yeah. Fast forward to 2017, we were both, you know going through divorces mm-hmm. and we ended up hooking up to do a 14 mile run
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you want to jump in babe and share that story
1: uh, I, I don't know, Ryan do you want us to go into that yeah I do let's go so uh, she was standing I happened to be going to the same gym that she was a, a trainer at at the time and I bumped into her outside and said, hey you know how you doing she's like I'm training for the Miami Marathon you know, I'm kind of tired of running these long runs alone. I'm like, Hey, I, you know, I can, I can run with you. I can't do it on Saturday. I can do it on Sunday. So she's like, great. You know, I'll, I'll meet you on Sunday. I haven't gone out uh, to a concert with some of my friends. I didn't get home at 3am. It's 33 degrees sleeting here in Georgia. I text her like, Hey, are you still on your own? She's like, yep, I'm getting ready. So show up and it's, you know, freezing cold and we do our, our 14 mile run. And during the course of the the 14 miles, we both kind of explain what's going on in our lives and the situations. And um, that's pretty much what started our, you know, kind of discovery of each other.
0: Yeah, that that's so cool that you can kind of meet someone along the same timeline in your life where things just start happening to flow and click and just kind of come together and almost fall apart at the same time in certain aspects, you know. Um, yep. serendipity is, I guess the word that, uh, comes to mind, but I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, just kind of finding that balance with another person, um, when you need it the most, I think that that's so cool. Um, and I really wanted to ask you, Jason, about, uh, the culture of the physically fit, like the Ironman culture, like what is, what is that like? Like, what, what are people? Uh, what are the attitudes of the people around you that are preparing for things like this? You know, both of you guys have been doing this for years, you know, and I I just wanted to know, like, what is this mindset that goes on in people that makes them want to just kind of get out there and be one with nature or, you know, to kind of bring their bodies to the brink of, you know, uh, exhaustion just to press forward that much more?
1: So I mean, there's. I'm probably not going to cover all aspects, but for for me, the biggest thing is I've seen a couple different people. A, some people are trying to get away from what their current life is going through, like they're having issues, whatever, you know, work, family, finances, whatever, and they need to. They need that release. They need that that physical, mental exhaustion release. And then there's other folks that like uh sometimes for me would be our lives tend to be so easy i drive a car to work i sit in air conditioning i can go up to any fast food restaurant or any grocery store and i have everything that i want well, where where's the difficulty where's where's something that's going to stretch me and push me and and break me down to the point to where i say i can't and then you pick yourself off the ground and say you can And then you had that satisfaction that it wasn't anybody else. It was the raw you who was able to accomplish this achievement, whatever it is, whether it be a sprint triathlon or Ironman triathlon or or anything of that sort.
0: So that's what it meant for you to be a part of this community. Correct. That's, That's awesome, dude. And what about for you, Nadia? Like, What did you find in the community that was refreshing or something that helped you relate to these people that were that we're just kind of pressing forward towards a goal that uh, a common goal, you know, right. to, to compete and to just kind of, you know, just go all in.
2: Well, definitely the, you know, the support from not just the people that are actually doing the race, but also the, the spectators, the, the supporters, you know, people that, that believed in me. I actually used that opportunity to raise funds for a little girl that was fighting uh, a cancer at the time. She was only, uh, I believe, four or five years old. And that was her second round of, of cancer. And I was able to raise uh, somewhere around in the $7,000 for this little girl that I never even met. Um, Someone, you know, Reached out to me and said, "Hey, would you be willing to use this opportunity to raise money for my niece that is fighting cancer?" And I'm like, "Absolutely!" And Absolutely. just you know, the the whole support of the community, and you know, Ryan, I I never did PE. I always skipped school, and you know, I was never into any exercise routine. So so for me to put myself through this and and having to like my family, my friends like cheer me on and believed in me like that's really what crossed me through that finish line like Mm -hmm. I I loved it I want to also share a little funny story that happened to me at the finish line Um, so you know the whole year since the day that I signed up I was I was nervous I was scared the the dream was bigger than me um i would be practicing in the pool and the in the bike and the run and i will always think what am i gonna do at the finish line am i gonna do like this am i gonna go like that am i gonna roll over like what am i gonna do and i always imagine myself doing different kind of things I'm, i'm gonna jump or and that day um you know, this is TMI, but I was actually in my period. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, more power to me, right?
0: Plug for <laughs> advertisement with Tampax.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just being 100, right? Be it. So um, that was very difficult, you know, to to be in, in such a thing. Mm-hmm. But I was just so done at towards the end. I was, you know, I was. I, I had met my goal, like I met my swim goal, which is an hour, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then my bike goal was seven hours, but I think I did it in eight hours. So that was kind of threw me off. But yeah. I knew that once I put my running shoes, it was over. I knew I was going to finish it no matter what. So mm-hmm. everybody that passed me during the bike, I was passing them in the run. Mm -hmm. Once I got closer to the finish line and closer and closer and I can hear the crowds, I I started getting very emotional. Once I enter the corral, which is like these lines that they put so people don't cross anymore because the finish line is literally right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I started crying. I mean, wow. not the oh <laughs> no, it's the ugly cry the <laughs> 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 like yeah. I was crying, crying. Yeah. And then when they mentioned my name, when they said Nadia from Lawrenceville, Georgia, mm-hmm. you are an Ironman, <sighs> the crowd nice. is going crazy. Wow. I I was I I forgot that I was crying and I started going like. Yes, yes, yes. And I literally peed on myself. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. None of what I thought or practiced in my head that I was going to do. I didn't do that. I I literally peed on myself. I was so excited and so happy. And wow. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So that goes to show, though, like you have sometimes you have all these things planned in your mind, like if you're going to do something or if, if you took this path or if you did something that way, or, you know, if you're thinking about doing whatever it is, you always have this outcome in your mind that you think is going to play out the way that you think it is. Right. 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 But you don't really know unless you go out there and do it. And when you do something, that's when you know what, what makes you, you, you know, because you were so proud of yourself in the moment, you you were just yourself. You know, you did what you would normally do, which is something that we can't necessarily uh, plan for every time because a lot of the times we don't know what our own limits are. We don't know ourselves until we actually put ourselves through the fire. You Correct. put yourself through it, you can learn a little bit more about yourself than than the other person. You know, I think that that's so awesome. Wow, Jason, do you have a pee on yourself story?
1: Uh, Other than in my wetsuit in the water, no. <laughs> but uh, you know, I completely agree with you. You know, and it's you know to to find yourself, you have to push yourself beyond the point of, of where you think that you can go. Um, I don't know if you've heard of a guy named Lazarus Lake who who is the art race director of the the Barclays Marathons. Mm. Uh, it's considered one of the toughest uh, races out there, and his his whole philosophy is. Making a race that you can't finish, or uh, on very edge of it, and it's like it, the achievement isn't in doing something so easy that you know you're going to finish. It's putting yourself out there, knowing that there is a greater chance of you failing, and you just going you versus you for it. So um, you know, I, I love I love Nadia's story. You know that you know she went right from a, a, a smaller triathlon, a sprint, and then just jumped full force into. You know, an Ironman, which a lot of people consider to be, you know, the epitome of, you know, the triathlon community and, you know, how hard it is. So I always love hearing your story.
0: Yeah, that's that's so cool, man. Like what to oh, I was going to ask a a question, but uh, I really wanted to make this comment. Nadia, behind you, for people just listening, if you cannot, I wish everyone could see this. You have a wall of medals. It is absolutely gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, are all those yours or are those both of y'all's like put together?
2: Well, actually, this is the wall of fame of my husband. Oh, but mine is just as impressive. Okay? Oh, it is? Okay. Yes. All right. I just, it's literally right there. I haven't worked on it. Uh
0: huh. But okay. we've been,
2: you know, we just got married a year ago. Yeah, and um, well,
0: well for people listening, so mm-hmm. uh, Nadia just showed me like a blank wall being yes. prepared for where all all of your medals are going to go. Correct. So that, but nevertheless, that's so cool. Like, um, you know, all these medals that are won, um, are little pieces of achievement that you can be proud of that you can remind yourself of. Correct. To kind of take that one step further, like. Um, what, since those are Jason's medals, let's let him talk about <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, it. In, and in Nadia's are, you know, it's just as impressive. I just, we just happened to, you know, like we said, we're, we're putting up her wall, but, um, yeah, yeah. you know, you don't necessarily do it for the medal, but the medal is a great reminder when you look back at, Hey, during this, this particular time, this is what I was going through. And I was able to, you know, overcome it and achieve it and do this or in this metal hey I you know ran with such and such person and helped them achieve their goal mm-hmm. or some of it, it's a great reminder of constantly achieving and setting new goals and and going forward and, and living life and, and enjoying life even through you know any time that we have going on in life so it's its it's it's fun it's fun to to see yeah. him hanging up there That's awesome, man. And
2: I want to add to that. You know, we're also part of a community where we, because we already have accomplished like many uh, achievements that we had set ourselves to do. And now we help other people. So we're part of this community where we just travel and do these races. And Mm -hmm. thank God we get it for free because, you know, we're helping like pace the runners. Like I love pacing the new beginners. Like, People that are their first marathon, you know, attempts like I love helping pace them. I'm actually training for one right now that is going to be in December in Panama City. So we're going back to the city where we both first met,
1: Mm
2: -hmm. you know, almost 10 years later. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we're going to he's going to pace one group of runners and I'm going to pace the other group of runners. And that's that's how we keep collecting more and more and more medals. I mean, he says he doesn't really do it for the medals. I do. I love the playing. (laughs) That's my kind of jewelry that I love to display, which whenever my wall is done, I will definitely show you a picture.
0: That's so cool. So so what exactly is it that you guys do? So you help, uh, like, coach new, new up and coming, um, like, just new people to races, like, just coach them along
1: go ahead. So, I mean, you know, not in a, uh, like a business standpoint, we, but we definitely have people reach out to us and we help them and mm-hmm. we'll run with them and train with them. But like what Nadia is talking about is is we work with another company out of California who sets up paces, pacing groups for different races and says, Hey, I have this, you know, marathon in Panama city. Would anyone like to come and pace this particular group? Mm-hmm. And so we sign up and we go there and, we collect the, the runners who are around, who are you know trying to become us, and, and we you know encourage them. Hey, I know you're getting tired. It's mile twenty. Make sure you're eating. Make sure you're taking mm-hmm. your salt tabs, your supplements. And when they start falling off, we're like no, 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 you got to stay with us. You got to keep going. You got, mm-hmm. and we keep them mentally checked in because we we've been there before and we we understand what they're going to go through. So it's it's really great. And then once you get across the finish line and they're hugging you and they're high fiving you and they're like, man. Thank you so much for helping me achieve my goal. That's yeah, it's rewarding.
2: Yeah, That's so, so cool. the whole time we're holding a stick that it says our goal time. Mm-hmm. Like my 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 pace that I'm doing in my next run, it's five hours and thirty minutes. I have to fit, cross with these people at five hours and thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So um, every mile we have to keep you know, on track, on track, on track, so we can make that goal. Mm -hmm. And like he says, we encourage the people and we just do whatever it takes to cross at five hours and 30 minutes. Obviously, Jason runs a lot faster than me, Mm -hmm. but it is so rewarding.
0: That's so cool. Gosh, that's so inspiring. So like, what would someone, what kind of advice would you guys give if someone were maybe, in a position where they were physically fit and kind of dropped off and and is a little hesitant to get back on that track of physically fitness, like maybe something that they're going through in their mind or whatever it is, like what kind of encouragement would you give for someone like that? And also, what kind of encouragement would you give for someone just starting out?
2: You want to start, Ben? No, you go. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll start off. So there, there's two different people there. The people who were physically fit and kind of dropped off mm-hmm. for them. Um, I would first off, encourage them. Don't try to be your, your former self right away. You're going to injure yourself. You know, if you're running a six minute mile and you haven't ran that in three years, don't try to do it and run the six minute mile incrementally get yourself back there. Understand it's going to be a process set goals Don't get down on yourself too quick. So I know it's it's really easy for someone who's been at one particular level in their life and life circumstances or injury or whatever happened, and now they're not there, they're always comparing themselves to where they were. So Mm -hmm. don't compare yourself to where you were. Take those steps, work your way back to it. And for the first, uh, you know, for people who haven't started at all, start. Set a goal and start working towards it you know, um, you know, they are are to where the, you know, the the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. You got to get out that door, whether it's running from or walking or jogging from here to the next mailbox to the block, start there. Great. Next time, do the, a little bit farther, kind of work your way to also get around a community of, you know, either in your local community or people online who are going to encourage you because you're going to have discouraging days. You need people there to encourage you and support you and, you know, look, we're never going to be the, the the Craig Alexanders, you know, an Ironman world champion or something. Don't compare yourself to those. You can only compare yourself yes. to who you are and your own journey. You know, a five k to you might be a marathon to somebody else. Don't compare. This mm. this is my goal. This is my journey.
2: Yes,
0: that's awesome, man. That's good advice, Nadia. But, what okay. do you got?
2: Um, for me, someone that was active and kind of fell off because of COVID or whatever, or, you know, put on some extra pounds because they got married. (laughs) (laughs) I say sign up for a race because that will help you get back on track, get you motivated to, you know, at least looking forward to, okay, I got this race in the next couple of months. I need to start training. Mm -hmm. And then for a first timer, the same thing, sign up for a race. Hold yourself accountable. There's plenty of free groups all over the, the cities and the, you know, that you could join for free mm-hmm. um, and, you know, stop, stop bringing up excuses. Mm -hmm. like me i showed up on my first 5k with jean shorts jean shorts like i didn't have workout clothes i didn't even own a sports bra (laughs) so just just show up just show up you know i used to you know in my previous um, marriage i used to live by the words suck it up buttercup Mm -hmm. and you know that was it suck it up buttercup do it do whatever it takes but now that i upgraded it <laughs> yeah um now it's level up
1: just yeah. level
2: up okay sign up and level up show up doesn't matter you know you don't mm. have to have the the best shoes you don't have to have the most expensive bikes yeah. you know like I, I did my first triathlon in a in a target bike mm. and later on i sold it and upgraded to a different bike so stop making excuses and just show up level up
0: It's not the things that you buy that makes you successful. It's the things that you do.
2: Correct. There you go. Correct.
0: Awesome. You guys have been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for spending time with me, getting to know you guys a little bit better. You guys are beautiful people. Multiple Triath, or uh, excuse me, multiple Ironman uh, competitors and winners. Real quick, I wanted to know like how many times you guys have each um, like one, is it considered winning an Ironman or is it considered like competing or finishing an Ironman? What, what is that terminology?
1: So, I mean, yeah, we're, we're not professionals in that sense. So we've never, uh, won, but when you finished your, your, you finish your Ironman, you're an Ironman finisher. Okay. Um, so I've, I've done four full Ironmans. I've done, I think 15 or 16 half Ironmans. Uh, a bunch of other distances and then running wise, you know, there's a whole other gamut of that. There's a whole lifetime of the running stuff. <laughs> there's, there's thousands and thousands. My one wow. running partner who I've run with them, uh, we've probably run over eight or 9,000 miles together in the last, you know, a few years.
0: Wow. Nadia, how, how many have you finished?
2: So I've completed two Ironmans mm-hmm. and one half uh, Ironman. Two. Two half. Two. Two halves, two halves, two two
0: Ironmans, two halves. Yes. That is leaps and and bounds.
2: And the two halves were after the fools.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) Just
2: throw that in there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is leaps and bounds above most people in this country, you know, and encouraging other people to kind of just take that first step uh, to get out there, to get out the door and not worry about the best stuff that you need to buy, you know, just getting started. Um, correct you guys have been uh very encouraging not only to me but i'm i'm sure to other people listening to this so i really want to thank you for coming on sharing your story and for spending time with me thank you so much
2: thank you for having having us us. we really appreciate it
0: talk to you guys later bye everybody that's our show thanks for listening
1: we'll see you next time